Oh, you are in for a treat today. Look, I have never shared this before. It's something that I've always just had in my back pocket as a technique that I've used to attract powerful things in my life and to achieve things that I really never even dreamed of. And I want to spend some time today talking with you because I've done this multiple times in my life from finding my wife, the love of my life, to developing my dream career, to finding our home. And I even did it to help get myself onto the Tony Robbins stage. And I've used it so many times over the years to transform my life that, well, I believe today's guest, Joseph McClendon III, is going to have a lot to say about this topic. You're not gonna wanna miss it. It's gonna help you attract what you've always wanted into your life. And that's coming up after these words. This podcast is brought to you by the WireBuzz team. Now, if that name sounds familiar, it's because I've spent the past decade growing WireBuzz into a digital marketing powerhouse designed to maximize clarity in complex sales processes so we can help accelerate revenue. And we do this in three phases. Phase one, we transform your website to function like your best salesperson and then also incorporate persuasive on-demand sales videos. Now your entire team is aligned on messaging and they're injecting massive clarity into your prospect's head. So your site looks great, but it also has engaging content that helps your team sell on-demand 24-7. The next phase, phase two, we train your sales and marketing teams to sell remotely or in person to expand the impact of your sales team. And the third phase is, We develop and run targeted ads to your prospects. Scale those ads to help you achieve more business results. Sign up for the WireBuzz Company newsletter to learn more about effective and simple ways to improve your company messaging, attract more digital attention, and ultimately make more sales. What is up? What is up? Okay, now what if you could attract like a friggin' magnet what you always wanted into your life and bring it closer to you? What if there was a way that you could use neuropsychology and even um, some habits and skills that you could develop that would allow you to live an uncommon life? Well, to help you unpack this and understand it, I'm joined right now by Joseph McClendon III. He is a doctor of neuropsychology and one of the most sought after ultimate performance specialists in the world. And I have had the distinct privilege of seeing him perform his magic at Tony Robbins's Unleash the Power Within. Joseph, welcome to the Toddcast. Thank you so much for having me, Todd. And you and I are kindred spirits on that subject you were just talking about with regard to magnetizing. Yes, I, okay, so I love this topic. I don't know how I learned it in my life, Joseph. I was a 12-year-old in the back of my grandfather's car on the 405 freeway in LA listening to Tony Robbins tapes. And from that moment, I realized I wanted to be a motivational speaker. So every day when I got up or I was by myself, I, what I did, what I call energize the knowing I knew it to be true. And I energized it each day is, did I create a magnet where I attracted and pulled that into my life? Is this how it happens? Well, the answer is yes. And yes, (laughs) Um, (laughs) I, I tend to be um, 
quite a bit more scientific about it, Todd, because, uh, well, first of all, I know exactly where it came from with me. I read the book Think and Grow Rich uh, out of desperation when I was uh, 19 years old. Uh, when I was 17 and a half years old, three grown men tried to take my life because of the color of my skin, and it devastated me. And it left me hating myself, hating the color of my skin, hating everything about me, suicidal, all that stuff. And I wound up homeless, living in a cardboard box. And somebody that I didn't know, just a kind person, gave me the book Think and Grow Rich. And uh, again, I was desperate. And I read the book, and I always share with people, because a lot of people have read the book, I did what the book said. And inadvertently, the book was about how to, I now call it magnetize, but it was about the laws of attraction. As a matter of fact, a lot of people don't know this, Todd, but the book, uh, The Secret and the movie, came from Think and Grow Rich, you know, right in the very beginning. He says, I have a secret. And so, uh, as I said, inadvertently, I started doing that, writing my goals down, saying them out loud, and, and doing those types of things, and uh, my life started to change. So, um, so to answer your question, yes, by doing those things, um, energizing, whatever you call it, you're actually literally turning yourself into a magnet. And so this is magnetized success. And like, you could probably use this for everything in life, couldn't you? Well, yes, and we already do. But um, I, I would like to make this distinction, though, because there's a lot of people who uh, teach and talk about, which is a very real thing, the laws of attraction. The mm -hmm. law of attraction. Matter of fact, I mentioned it before the the uh, movie and the book, The Secret. And um, again, I'm scientific about things because I I actually taught at UCLA for several years, and I taught to engineers and uh, managers. And I'm I'm going to say about 80 percent of them, Todd, were were uh, above. I'd say 20 percent of them were undergraduates. You know, 20 and below. The rest of them were in their 40s, 50s, 60s, and they're engineers. So they're way smarter than me. <laughs> and everything that I talked about, I had to prove. And I had to have scientific uh, evidence. I had to be, have empirical evidence. And this was way before the internet. So I studied this whole concept of attraction and I came up with the 21 immutable laws of magnetism. And of, of them, only one of them is the law of attraction. The law of attraction is one of those rules. And here's the distinction I like to make, and that is this, that you can attract all day long, and we all do. You, all you have to do is want something, and you're literally attracting it. When you start to do the things like you said about energizing and that kind of thing and writing them down, you actually increase that. But there's one thing that's left out, and that is you can attract something towards you, and it can be coming towards you, but if you don't think you deserve it, or if you, think you don't think you're worthy, or if you think that there's blah, 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 you'll push it away. It's sabotage, and we all do it. You can repel it. So, yeah. Say again? You can repel it no doubt. by your it's own just... belief of not being worthy. Exactly. And that, that, that psychology of what I call procrastination, I call them the seven deadly sins, procrastination, hesitation, fear of failure, fear of success, self-doubt, self-loathing, imposter syndrome, fear of rejection, stress, and overwhelm. All of those things exist in the world, and the longer we linger in those things, the further we push what we want away. And it's not always our fault. As a matter of fact, it's rarely our fault because we're programmed, 
by, you know, sometimes well-meaning friends, but not the least of which meaning social media and media and so on and so forth and people around us. Right. That unfortunately becomes who we are and that pushes things away. Joseph, I, I just got chills because without realizing it, I think I did on stage for Tony Robbins of Business Mastery on Saturday where I challenged the audience and asked them which part of them is going to win business mastery. Is it going to be the, the negative naysayer, the one that's depressed, that's frustrated, that lashes out? Or is it going to be the one that actually believes that you can make this transformation happen because in your life, you're going to prove yourself right. So be very careful what you're proving, right? And I think what I'm hearing something very similar coming from you. Yeah, and not only that, here's here's the deal. And first off, that's very well put. And uh, even and especially in a, in a course like that, everybody's going to say, I'm going to be the one that believes it. And the challenge is, how do you cause yourself to believe it more often? Everybody's going to go through times and bouts of disbelief and uncertainty and all those, like I said, those 10 things. And there, that's all fear. And there are no fearless people but there are people who fear less. And when I say less, I mean the amount of time that they spend in that emotion. And so the quicker we learn how to snap ourselves out of it and put ourselves in the emotion that is, that is uh, optimistic and hopeful and, and desirable and all of those things and happy and all of those things, then we become more magnetized. But here's the deal. A magnet is, just, is not just a magnet that draws stuff to you. It, it attracts other magnets to it even quicker, faster, and, and easier. And so the trick is, is to not just magnetize yourself, but magnetize what you want, because then you're both being going, you're pulling towards each other. If you take a magnet and flip it over, you literally change the polarity and you push what you want away. And so the more you flip it and keep it flipped in this way, keep it towards attracting, then the more you're not only moving towards what you want, the more it's moving towards you. So all of those people who say, you know, everybody says, yeah, I want to win, win the lottery. Everybody says, I want to win this. And yeah, I'm going to do this. But unless they have the tools, the process, if you will, to condition themselves so that they default to, let's just say, that resourceful or positive or magnetic stage, then at, the, at best, they're going to fluctuate back and forth and unfortunately will fluctuate more towards the negative and the fear than the positive in most people's, most people's cases. Okay, so there's a lot to unpack here, my friend, and I know you know it. And <laughs> that like is that. a Sorry. <laughs> no, no. I think this is brilliant. I think this is a um, a lifetime of mastery on an energetic level, and from what I'm hearing, your magnetism, you can um, ma- you can attract negative, which slows things or transformations, and when we when we obsess on something that is negative, we're radiating the negative, which is also pushing the transformation or the breakthrough that we're looking to happen. And when we experience that, we're supposed to, with the right training, if I understand correctly, snap into the opposite, right? Where we start radiating the goodness again. Yeah, that's true. I would, I would word it a little bit differently, Todd, and that is this. It is my true belief that we're always attracting what we want. We're always attracting something. Um, 
and, and we're always attracting that which we desire. I don't, okay. I, I don't put too much credence in that we're attracting the negative. I think what we're doing is that we are repelling what we want and what's going to rush in is the negative. The negative is always there and the positive is always there. All we are doing is, is favoring one over the other. We're pushing the negative this way and when we push the negative this way, we're making more of the positive. Or if we're pushing mm -hmm. the, po the negative this way and we're reducing the positive. We're pushing the positive away. So um, in this, uh, I, I say let's people off the hook. But I really mean this because a lot of people fear that, you know, I'm constantly th worried about being sick. I'm constantly worried about, you know, losing mm -hmm. money, being broke, not having the relationship that I want. I'm constantly worried about that. So I must be attracting that. And, and if that's what happens, here's, here's all you're attracting is more thoughts about that. That's all you're, you're creating is more thoughts about that. And it's always think, feel, do, have. It's always in that order. And so what happens is if you're thinking that more, we get better at whatever we do more of. I call it human physics. The more we do anything at all, the better we get at it. So if you get better at thinking negative or unresourceful thoughts, you're going to think more of that. So you're going to increase the negative and not and not the positive you're going to push you're going to squash the positive and push it away from yep. it which makes you sabotage and go and right. and all those thoughts that come into our minds worthiness and 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 uh self-esteem and low self-esteem and and fear of failure all that stuff is going to come in and it's going to occupy more of your space but here's the here's the interesting thing about it from a scientific standpoint we're all electrical beings. Everything on the planet is made of three things. Everything, the air we breathe, the dust, everything, is made of neutrons, protons, and electrons. And it's the electrons that hold things together. And electrons are just what they sound like. It's just electricity. It's just energy. And so we, as human beings, have the ability to create electromagnetic fields around us. Every living thing does. But we do it through our emotion and said differently, when we're excited and we're positive, the electrons are bouncing off each other and going crazy and we create an electromagnetic field that is an, a, an attractive field. But here's the greatest part about it. That which we think about, that which we put our focus and attention on, it feels it and it becomes magnetized as well and it becomes towards us. I, I like to say it like this. <laughs> We've all had this kind of experience. You're sitting in your car and you feel somebody looking at you and you look over mm -hmm. and there they are looking at you. And or they're really hot, right? You're sitting in your car. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and you look at somebody else and they feel you. Well, what's happening there is scientific. Again, this is science. Three things happen. Four things happen, actually. Number one, when you put your attention and intention on somebody else, you become optimistic. And curiosity is optimistic. And optimistic, when those eyebrows go up and we go, interesting, or whatever, or whatever's going through our mind, we're thinking, we're thinking optimistically, which makes our brain release dopamine. Dopamine causes our electrons to excite. Dopamine is that euphoric uh, hormone that our bodies put off. But it's more than just a good feeling we actually glow with electricity. The second thing that happens, and I'm only using people as an example now, 
but it's synonymous with things because we're all made of the same stuff. That person feels you. They feel that electromagnetic energy. Mm-hmm. That's why they look over. The third thing that happens, as soon as they feel it and they look over, the same thing happens to them, Todd. They become curious. They become optimistic. They're going, what is that? What is And as soon as they do that, then you both are attracted to each other. And the fourth thing that happens is now you're magnets and you're pulled towards each other. But watch this. What happens every time you catch somebody looking at you or you look at somebody else? What do we always do? We go and we look away. We look away. We break it. As soon as we do, we flip the magnet. We flip it over. And we become fearful. Oh, they think I'm a creep or, or, uh, you know, I, I, uh, you know, whatever goes through our mind in that moment. And we, that instantly we switch it over. And so instead of dopamine that gets released, cortisol gets released, which flips the magnet. It turns it into a different type. It turns our electrons into shrinking. It turns our brain into the sympathetic nervous system, which is fight or flight. And guess what happens to them? The same thing happens to them. And so using that as an example, it is, the, it is synonymous with anything that you want. You said, it, you, you said it in the beginning. You attracted your beautiful wife. You attracted the, th- this that we're talking on now. You attracted your, your ability to speak on Tony's stage. And I said to you before, you're a stellar, stellar speaker. Otherwise, you wouldn't be there. I've been with Tony for, for, we were just talking the other day, almost 40 years. It'll be 40 years in another two years. So 38 years. Wow. And he does not play. He does not let somebody on stage unless they're a badass. So that's, that's who you are. Thank you. Well, he sure kept me in the, uh, in the playpen for a long time. I was ready to break out and impact people, but he knew when I was ready, the moment would come. And he, in hindsight, allowed my incubation to happen in the proper amount of time. And yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. I hear what you're, what you're saying. And in many ways, we're also talking about the power of intention and magnetizing success. And as a young talk show host in the Phoenix area, I was really lucky to get to spend time with Dr. Wayne Dyer when he'd come to Phoenix. Oh, yes. He'd come on our I show. Knew, I knew Wayne before he passed, yes. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. And I noticed in business, Joseph, that anytime, and I first noticed this when I was dating, but anytime I had the wrong intention, the deal would fall apart. Like if I was like, oh, wow, I'm really going to make a great profit on this. But my intention was in the wrong place. That prospect would either back out or the deal would go wrong. And as soon as I just started using the power of intention and operating on it and aligning myself with the right intentions before I signed a deal, everything worked beautifully. I mean, there's something really powerful about all of this in combination, the magnetizing your success and having the right intentions that allows the universe to do its work. I would agree. And the linchpin in all of that is this. All of us are, like I said, all of us are always attracting what we want. It's part of our DNA. We come into this world kicking and screaming, wanting stuff. At first, it's just food and water and change my diapers and play with me. But as life goes on, we, it is our need to want more. Matter of fact, the day you stop wanting more, that's the, the day you take a dirt nap. It's over. And so <laughs> the things that hinder us in between, here's the linchpin. And I'll, I'll put it in, uh, as a question to you. What made you 
decide to change your uh, intention to uh, the right intention so that your sales would do better. And more specifically, what did you do once you decided that it was time to change? Beautiful question. Well, I decided that I, um, I had a desire to help that person achieve their outcome. And once I aligned with that, instead of aligning with the profit and the putting the money in the bank, then everything kind of just fell together like dominoes. It was effortless. So I had to make sure that I had the proper thoughts, which was probably also attracting people or pushing them away. Like your example sure. with, with the person in the car. Yeah, I, I would agree with you and very well put. And with all due respect, um, your answer Though it's very, very accurate, Todd, it it leaves out what I call the linchpin. And again, with all due respect, because obviously you do extremely well at what you do, and you've taught a lot of people, and you've helped a lot of people as well. And so before I, I share with you what, what I want to share with you, I would ask this question. Why don't more people... Once you tell them, listen, intention is everything. If you have the right intention, if you, if you go after serving people, which is what I know you teach at, at Business Mastery, if you yep. put service purse first, if you offer more value first, then everything is going to work out. Why do not more people do it? Why do, why do people who understand that and get it and recognize it, why do they not do it? Uh, I would suspect they think it, there's a scarcity of the amount of help and support and love that they could provide out there. And so they operate with uh, holding back a little bit. Okay. So I would agree with, so if they do, so the second question would be, do they recognize that there's a scarcity that makes them hold back? Well, um, I don't know if they do, but I play full out. Like I'm weird. You know, like I really love to give and serve, but I, I know people have approached me when I talk to them, Joseph, about their giving their content out on social and teaching people. The feedback that I get is I don't want to give it all away. And yeah, that, that's fear. That's fear. Right. And, and you know that. But my question still is, if they know that, which I know you tell them, I know you teach them. Right. If they know that. Why don't they do something about it? Um, I can only answer for me. Like there's a linchpin here and I'm like a fountain of giving. It doesn't stop. Um, but I could see where people think they're afraid that they're going to run out of what they can charge somebody. Am I getting close? Yeah, all of the above, but the, the question still remains. And by the way, I'm putting you on the spot for a reason. I'm okay with it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know you are. You know, you and I, you and I, we're kindred spirits in this way. And yeah. and I expect the same from you. You know, drop drop the hammer on me anytime you need to. Um, here's here's what I'm going to say. Because the answer to that question, why don't more people do it, is the linchpin. Even when they realize that they need to do it, even when they realize that if they do A, B, C, D then their life will thrive. Then they'll get what they want. It's just like this. 
why do not why do people who want to lose weight why why don't they lose weight is it because they don't understand how to lose weight quit putting so much food in your pie hole move your body and you'll lose weight they know what to do you can tell them what to do the the internet is replete with you know all kinds of diets and and and, and it's always been it's not it's not rocket science and it's non-knowledge here's the answer is yep. they they don't have the, they don't have a process to change how they think see with okay. you with you you had whatever your upbringing was whatever it was your time uh, uh, being around tony your time being around wayne dyer whatever it was you had a significant emotional event that made you, that made you go i'm going to change how i think whether it was gradual or whether it was overnight, something changed how you thought about your, right. and, and I call it your psychology, Todd, your psychology. Mm -hmm. And psychology is just a big word for the consistent thoughts that we have about ourselves, other people, and our environment. That's it. It doesn't have to be more complicated than that. So something shifted in you. And so, what, well, and it's the reason why I've been with Tony for so long, quite honestly, and, right. and the reason why I do what I do out in, in the real world outside of uh, Tony's uh, environment is that that's what we specialize in. It's something we call neuroencoding, and that is the process of programming oneself to automatically default to the thoughts, emotions that produce the behaviors that you want. Said differently, gotcha. it's not about knowing something. I can tell you something all day long. But if I if I can if I can help you do something that triggers you to go, aha, uh -huh, and triggers you to get it, not me tell you or not me do something to you, then what happens is you own it and it becomes who you are. Your psychology changes because it becomes who you are. I am the kind of person that that cares first, that gives first, that does that. And the fear gets at the very least mitigated, but more important, gets replaced with what you want. So the knowledge becomes what mm -hmm. I call wisdom, and wisdom is applied knowledge. So that that person that knows uh, uh, what to do, but they don't do what they know because they procrastinate or hesitate or all those 10 deadly sins that I said, guess how they feel about themselves when they do that? Somewhere inside, they know we should do the right thing. But right. on the surface, they're not doing it. So guess what's happening to them? Constant beating themselves up so much so that it fades into the background and that becomes their identity and that identity is so the pain all the things that we talked about before for them the pain of regret is easier than the pain of discipline always and so they it get stuck is. there yeah. yeah and they get stuck there but here's the reason why that pain uh, uh, prevails that way i call it human physics the more we do anything anything at all the better we'll get at it the good and the bad so right. if they have a habit of retreating to excuses, retreating to scrolling on their social ne uh, on network or retreating to the conversation of I'm not good enough or I'll do it tomorrow or whatever, if they've done that enough times, that's going to be their default. And so with neuroencoding, what we do is we step in and interrupt that pattern and replace it with one that they chose is going to be better for them, not what I chose. Not what I choose, because if I tell you something, you might believe right. me. But if you tell you something, you will believe you. You know that. Okay. So I love, I love everything you're saying. These are all things that I've been doing in my life in certain areas That's why and have so developed. Weird. That's why I'm so weird <laughs> and yeah. developed as a habit.
But there are some areas in my life where I've never developed a neuroencoding program where I, I mean, where I programmed myself to produce the thoughts that I want. Like I have some areas that are primed and ready for success and other areas that I've left vacant to people. Is this common for people? It is, it is common because most people think that it is uh, um, an, uh, a sweeping, that if you change one thing, it's going to change everything. And sometimes it is a domino effect because I'll bet you are better at those things that you're lacking at than you were, but you're not where, exactly where you want to be. So you've got to go in and sometimes work individually on those things. I call it being wealthy because, you know, whenever I go speaking anywhere, I always tell people, listen, I know exactly what you want. I know I don't know you, but I know exactly what you want. You want to be wealthy and everybody, you know, you see what happens to people. People go, well, money's not everything. And I, and I go, well, listen, you don't know what I mean when I say wealthy to me means. And I say, I'm going to tell you what you want and you're going to agree with me 100 <laughs> percent. And it is to be wealthy means to be healthy happy and financially abundant and all right. the subsets that come underneath there everybody has to right. agree with me everybody wants that and they go well, yeah and as soon as i do that now and by the way that's part of neuroencoding because what i'm doing you know i set them up and then i have them be curious that pattern is open up but then i tell them what they want and and i'm like you you know i'm a little weird like you and that is that <laughs> i i'm all about serving people and I want to serve yeah. people at the highest level. And I know this, that, you know, I, I had a practice in Los Angeles for many, many years as a traditional, mm -hmm. well, I shouldn't say traditional psychologist, as a, uh, a neuropsychologist. And what I would do is I help people get over fears and phobias and emotional challenges in a very short amount of time. And it sticks. But I always say this, I'm unorthodox, as you might imagine. If you come into my office and you got a fear of dogs, take a guess what's going to be in my office. It's going to be a right. dog. And within, right. within that half hour time, you're not only going to, you're going to hold that dog and you're going to, you're going to be pet that dog. But then when you leave, you're going to be propelled to go get another dog, to go pet another dog, to go do something else. So it is an ongoing thing. So it starts to have a processional effect. Having said that, it is important to find out what a person wants and then help them work on those individual things. That's why, you know, we, we at the Institute, it's called the Neuroencoding Institute, we we literally supply coaches for people so that they can find out each and everything that's going on. And then they're on their own. Then they don't need us. See, I, I always look to put myself out of a job. I, I want to because I think the world needs it. I think the world needs more people that can do it on their own. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's also where scaling comes in inside of your business, which allows you to be an owner and not an operator. And Joseph, how do people work with you. I know that you've got a, um, a, a campaign or a, excuse me, a event coming up soon where people they called the get happy now challenge. Can you talk about that? Because who doesn't need to get happy and how can people learn directly from you so you can impact their transformation? Yeah, there, there's two things. And thanks for asking. I'll, I'll tell you about the, the challenge here in a second. The thing that I'm most passionate about, Todd, is uh, the Neuroencoding Institute. And it is because, uh, you know, you, you've been around for a long time with Robbins and, and in my own businesses and the thing that I do, I've been in front of easily six million people over the last three and a half plus decades. And, um, and the question that gets asked of me constantly, every, every event that I go to, is Joseph, how do I do what you do? Because what, what, 
Uh, you, you mentioned at the very beginning, I'm what's known as an ultimate performance specialist. I've had the privilege of working with lots of Academy Award-winning movie stars and yep. Grammy winners and major sports figures and millionaires and billionaires and everything in between. And so I, I'm a coach in that respect. I'm also you know, on stage all the time. So people want to know, how do we do what, how do I do what you do? And I used to feel, Todd, that, well, I've got 35 years, uh, you know, of experience in this. But I realized, you know, I don't use everything that I know. I don't. It's <laughs> like, you look at, look at the apps on your phone. I have 75, 73 apps on my phone. I only use a handful of them. So it's the same with my practice and what I do with coaching. So yeah. I took all of those, the, I cherry picked the things that I use and created a, a course, created a certification course so people can do what I do. And we have people all over the world now. The certification is super, super simple. Whether you're a coach or, or you're already a coach or you want to be a coach or you're you know, a knowledge-based business kind of person and you want, to, you, you want to enhance it or whatever, this is the icing on the cake because it does these three things. Number one, you have content that, that solves the problems of the masses. Those 10 things that I just said, Literally, we teach people to, to, to market themselves, and that is number one. If I asked anybody on the street, could you benefit from mitigating or getting rid of procrastination, hesitation, fear of failure, fear of success, self-doubt, self-loathing, imposter syndrome, fear of rejection, stress, or overwhelm? Everybody's got to say yes. And so mm -hmm. that content appeals to the masses. Number two is the ability to administer the process to produce a result to right now, so, so that when people are standing in front of you, they get a result. They, they mitigate that fear in that moment, and they get it. And then the third thing, uh, the, second, the, second part of the, the second part of the second thing is so that when you're gone, your legacy, see, legacy doesn't mean when you're dead. Legacy means when you're out of their, out of their sight, that they keep doing it automatically, and it changes them. And the third thing is the ability to present in a way that causes people to take action. At the risk of sounding arrogant, I've been on, on well, Tony's stage as an example. I've been on Tony's stage for 35 years, you know, plus. Yep. And it ain't because I'm so cute or because I'm so funny. It's because I have a process. And the process of being able to present is what keeps you seeing it, people uh, uh, doing that. So that's the third piece of the Neuroencoding Institute that we teach people to do. And so that is the thing that I'm the most proud of. And so, um, and I encourage people, whether you want it for yourself or whether you want it for your business or whether you want to be a coach or a mentor or something, check it out. And you can go to, I'm sure you'll put it in your, uh, in your description, on neuroencoding.com or you can go to josephmcclendon.com uh, and check it out. And, and uh, my outcome is, uh, yeah, I'm not going to do this forever, just so you know, and I, I think you probably heard it at the last UPW, in less than three months, less than, yeah, less than three months, I'll be 70 years old. And no so, way. Yeah, no, it's true. Oh, my God. And, and um, I say that not to brag or to boast, but my youthful uh, appearance and my youthful uh, energy and all that stuff comes from yeah. I practice what I preach. I don't teach theory. And yeah. that's what neuroencoding is. So that's number one. So the second thing is I wrote a book a while ago called Get Happy Now. And it is about... The science, because remember, I'm a scientist. The science of happiness. Happy people make more money. Happy people are healthier. Happy people have, happy people have better relationships. Happy people are more magnetic. It's across the board, and there's all the science in there. And so reading a book is one thing, and that's great. 
So instead of doing that, what we created was called the Get Happy Challenge. And that is, I believe it's four days long. Uh, uh, just, I think it's like an hour and a half each day. It's absolutely free, no strings attached, that I'm going to take you through the process of conditioning yourself to be happy. And um, I think they can go to my Instagram, which is I am Joseph McClendon. Uh, and then click on my profile and it'll be in there. You can take the challenge. It's, it's me Amazing. live. I'm teaching it live on Zoom every day. And even if you miss it, we record it, all that stuff. So uh, it's, a, it's a great program. We do it like maybe once or twice a year. And uh, just it's, it's a give back so that, so that people it's get it. It's an incredible gift to humanity to be able to provide this. Guys, I've been in the room with 14,000 people. I've been in a basketball stadium and Joseph is on stage and he's talking directly to me, even though there's like 15,000 people in the room, incredibly personal, incredibly relevant, especially if you're looking for next level version of yourself, then um, there isn't a better place to go. We will make sure that people know how to get a hold of you and to sign up for the Get Happy Challenge. And his website, as mentioned, is josephmcclendon.com and also the um, give me the, the, uh, uh neuroencodinginstitute.com. Did I get that right? Yeah, no, it's just neuroencoding.com. N-E-U-R-O-E-N-C-O-D-I-N-G.com. Joseph, I can't leave this conversation with ask, without asking you this one question. Before Think and Grow Rich, before you had the secret and the transformation in your life, you always had this gift, didn't you? The gift to connect with people. Um, was your story, were you more negative back then? And then you learned how to create the habits to bring yourself into the positive that attracted opportunities your way? Todd, that's a, that's a great question. And I will say, I had the two greatest parents on the planet. And inadvertently, unknowingly, they taught myself and my sisters to be good people mm -hmm. and uh and they taught us by example and they told us and and by the way we were kids and we didn't always appreciate it uh right you know we would do basket brigades we had to sing christmas carols we had to go around and collect money for saint jude's children's hospital and things like that love it and it soon became that the the reward from doing it was knowing that you helped somebody. And my parents were very, very strict about that. So to answer your question, I was conditioned, to, I was lucky, I was conditioned to be that way, which, which, drew, which, which drove me to want everybody to be that way because I wanted everybody to be as happy as I was. I've always been that kind of person. People always ask me, Joseph, why are you so positive? Why are you so happy, even when the worst things are happening? <laughs> And it is because I learned a long time ago how to flip the switch, how to flip yeah. the switch. And that's not to say that I didn't go through some bad times in my life, because I have, but how to flip the switch. When you're bad, life turns on a dime. It does. You can be doing, flying high, and then the next thing you know, it, you're, you're on the bottom. But it's all about perspective. And perspective means your optimism. And optimism doesn't just mean every cloud has a silver lining. Optimism means options options 
And so when you have more options, when you start to look at, even when something bad is happening, you're going, okay, well, I could do this, I could do this. And not dwelling on, on the, the negative or the bad, then you start to expand your world and you start to expand your ability to be able to do something different. And then when we celebrate that we took ourselves out of it, just because we've done that over and over again, it becomes a habit with us and we become that kind of person. Wow. You are, my friend, a national treasure. Like this is the kind of thinking that we need to have more in uh, the heads of people around this world. And I'm so honored to get to spend a few moments with you. He's Joseph McClendon III. He's an incredible gift. And he wants you to get happy. He's got a get happy challenge coming up. Go to his Instagram page. There's going to be link in bio and make sure you sign up. It is a free challenge. And who doesn't want to get happy in this world? Joseph McClendon, thank you so much for joining me on the Toddcast. Todd, it is my absolute pleasure. And I, I appreciate you. Thank, I appreciate you, your trust in having me with your peeps. And I look forward to more of it. When you are in Dallas for Unleash the Power Within in November, yes. I will be there to speak on day two and I will come up and give you a big hug. Please do. I'm, I'm in and out of there. I don't get to see you. I don't get to see, you know, Tony and I got just a few days ago, got to spend about two and three hours together. And we were laughing about it because it was, it was easily 10 years that we got to do that because when I'm on stage, he's not. And when you're on stage, yes. I'm not. So yeah, get there early or stay there late. And I would, I would be honored to uh, give you a hug and, uh, you know, and, and just exchange some energy while you're there. I look forward to doing that, my friend. Joseph, thank you so much. Yo, that was a powerful episode. And from what we just learned, it should be obvious how you can now implement these lessons in your life to get to the next level. Now, before you bounce, I just have three quick thoughts. First, thank you for taking me on your incredible life journey. Second, if you receive some value from me and you want to pay it forward, it would mean the world to me if you left an honest rating and review at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen, I'd be incredibly grateful. And lastly, if you share this episode, whether it be a screenshot or a photo from where you're listening, anything via Instagram stories or LinkedIn, Facebook, or any of the social media sites, just tag me and the guest. I'll repost your content and I'll reply back in the comments because I love mixing it up. In fact, I'd love to share your shout outs in my feed too. Not only are these shout outs really good for you and for me, but they also help us book more amazing guests because they'll be able to see the reach that you're helping to cultivate. This is a way for you to help contribute to the show. So thank you again for listening. And I look forward to earning a regular spot inside that ear of yours. Let's grow. 